Good evening, Coppicey families, and welcome to another Coppicey Evening Fireside Podcast. The Warriors and the Rovers are almost in their beds, and the sun is currently going down over the bunks in the most spectacular fashion. More about that in a second. And it's time for you to find out what happened today. Each morning, before the boys sleepily shuffle off to morning flags, blue sheets are put on each wooden breakfast table. They are the color of a main summer sky, and each boy and each counselor pours over those blue sheets to see what will happen today. This is your blue sheet report about what did happen today. Just in case you were wondering, today was yet another amazing main day. Just amazing. I know I keep saying that, but that's because it keeps happening. Really, just great. It was probably 78, maybe 79. Just warm enough that we had to do the water warnings and all the rest of it, and it was gorgeous. All day long, everybody just clicking right along. It was one of those Cobbacy humming right-along days. Lots and lots and lots of conversation about what could be coming next. And of course, well, there's some special stuff we have to talk about today. But before we do that, the Blue Tree Report for today, the 4th of August. Head OD tonight is Molly. It is day 15. You're going to hear some chanting under under me. That is the evening activity happening right, right as we're recording. Uh, Rovers was a D-Day today, and Warriors Council and Sachem, it was a B-Day. Indoor dismissal is Sven, outdoor dismissal is Zach, and flags today goes to Jabo, the GL group leader of Council. On duty this evening is Comets, it's the gray day off at 345, and happy birthday today to Nick Reeder and Reese Carter, so excited they were born, happy, happy birthday. Today's events... Coos Canyon is out and gone. Warriors, fifth graders, and also white water rafting for council. Both are gone. Both so excited to get on those buses and head north. Both adventures are north. We'll talk about all that in a second, too. We had our last wave of testing today, and I am so excited to get those results back in about 18 hours. And it's, you know, we're almost there, almost there. So ready for that to happen. Medal count today. As this was written, U.S. had 73, China 70, ROC 52, Britain 43, Japan 36, and Australia 33. Canada still not on the board. Not sure what to say about that. Laundry day. Today, Sachem 1, Sachem 2, leadership and medical. Tomorrow, the laundry staff has off. And the day after tomorrow, maintenance kitchen, the Mohican bunk, and the office staff. Fun fact about Coppicey staff today, Key and Kennedy's name roughly translates to Old Ugly Head in Gaelic. I probably am guessing you needed to know that, so now you do. Fifth period today, the Rovers Head Watermelon League, which is going to be the following contests. Soccer at the upper fields with Fernando, Jaime, and Max. That was the Fried Chicken Fingers versus Damoose. Handball at the upper fields, Nasher and Kean, Watermelon Winners versus the Watermelon Warriors. So much alliteration. And then basketball at Griff's Court with Jalen, Raheem, and Sam. Color War, Koalas versus the Ice Cubes. Sounds like a cool matchup. Okay, Sachem had open tennis today at the tennis courts with Jerry. And uh, fifth, excuse me, sixth period today, Rovers had Kaba Choice, open tennis, lacrosse, gaga, and painting in the Marsans building with Colin. Warriors had basketball at Griff's. And uh, also, there was a Sako versus Machias bunk challenge, and Sachem had Lakeside at six period. Evening activity tonight, you can actually hear it underneath me, which is that the Rovers have a group night. They are currently doing a staff hunt and a man hunt at 
the same time. That that is probably confusing, and it should be. That is a combined game. And then Coos Canyon for the fifth graders and the sixth graders also have a, a group night. And Council is at Whitewater Rafting. As we speak, they are probably just starting their campfire up there right on the shores of the mighty river. So, so psyched about tomorrow. They're telling stories. Their eyes are wide for they are on an adventure out of privacy. On deck tomorrow is the campfire in the hole. We have... Rovers and Warriors movie night on Bluey, and Council has Council Tailgate. That is uh, just an awesome hangout with music. There's literally tailgates, um, but, you know, just Cokes, of course. All right, that was your Blue Sheet report for today. But I have to add one more thing, which is that there was a fake break today. A fake break, in case you were wondering, is when the existing Sachem, of which we have two waves decides that they're going to set off Color War, except it's a head fake. And there's a bit of a, of a, well, you know, an ambush. The traditional way that Color War works is that there's some sort of big surprise. That's what a break is. There's a big, huge, you know, head fake or, or ambush of some type. I have been known to jump out of planes, to have helicopters land on fields, to have uh, Sachem catch on quote-unquote fire. Same thing with the squash courts visiting police officers, visiting fire trucks, any number of things can happen for the for the break, but it's meant to be a surprise. I've even jumped out of the garden. Uh, accidentally almost fired Lewis. There's a bunch of these stories that go into the big hopper of legends around here, and part of all those are the fake breaks. That's where the Sachem pretend they're breaking color war. And that means that they are doing something outlandish, like they have some version, a Sachem version, of the same stuff that I was doing. So in this case, it just included a lot of chanting and a lot of, uh, well, it looked like rebellious chanting, although I was in on it, of course, and then some cannons, and they ran to the the um, Kaaba Dome, and there were some fake teams on there, and on the walls, and where the teams would normally be, and then everyone's looking around confused, and then suddenly toilet paper rains down from above, and there's some squirt guns, and more toilet paper, and the kids are booing them, and ooh. And there's just a whole hilarious thing, and then they just went right on to their rest hour and their evening activities and their afternoon activities, excuse me, and that was the fake break. So now there's been the fake break. The general feeling is the real break must be next. Who knows? Who knows? And that is your Blue Sheet Report for today, the 4th of August. It is a magnificent and busy thing to run Cobbacy, and each day I make it out of the office and into the breeze and sunlight of Cobbacy itself and spend time with your boys. Sometimes it's a game of knockout, sometimes it's watching an intercamp, and sometimes it's just marvelous one-on-one time with a single boy. Those times are often my favorite times. This is what I saw today. Well, as you all know, since I just announced it, Today was a trips day, and that meant there are a lot of our leadership staff running hither and thither, getting ready, making sure the backpacks were ready, and the packing, and who's got the U-Haul truck, and what about this, and how about the water bladder, and let's talk about the sleeping bags, and let's go here, and let's do that, and let's, you know, tie off this, and untie this, and so on. And we also have this thing that's called the Celebrity Guest Hour, and I don't know how many of you know this, but we do weekly evaluations of camp for each of our campers. Helps us catch things before they get down the road and also see where we're doing well and where we could improve and so on. And so, what it, the way it works is that every single day there is a rest hour and that happens after lunch, so about 1.30 till about 
everybody's got to have bodies on beds for a stretch of time, and then it can get a little bit more active after that. Some quiet games inside, sometimes a little bit of frisbee outside, and then it's time to go back to the the noise and excitement and exertion of a regular coppicey afternoon. Well, those are all the rest hours, and then celebrity guest hour is where a leadership staff member who's not normally in the bunks, so perhaps the head of lacrosse or the head of baseball or the head of soccer or someone like that, goes in and they get to be the person on duty during rest hour. And it seems like it would be odious. I don't know about odious, but seems like it might be something that those people wouldn't want to do because, you know, giving up their siesta time after lunch. But instead, everybody loves to do it because they get to spend time with the boys and be in their spaces and so on. But we were a little light today. So I got to be a celebrity guest hour person and give everybody that survey and collect the results. And then uh, I got to be just in the bunk. And I'm not going to say which bunk it was, but I will say that it was in Warriors, which is our fifth and sixth grade boys. And it's been a while since I was the celebrity guest and got to stay the whole rest hour. Usually someone knows I'm in there and they come and get me uh, because, you know, camp director and stuff to do and so on. And they switch me out and, you know, that's cool too. But today there was just, there was enough stuff going on, enough trips going out that I got to be there for the whole time. In fact, the counselors got to come home after their, oh, I should have said this also, during the celebrity guest hour, the other thing that's cool that happens is that all the counselors in Rovers, or all the counselors in Warriors, all the counselors in Sachem, Council, all that, they get to take a break from the boys, and they get to go meet with their group leaders and their head counselors and just talk about how things are going. It turns into a small professional development hour. Just a little break, just to do highs and lows and get into things and you know tighten ups, but also celebrations and just little stuff. Stuff that really keeps the residence life machine moving in the right direction. So all those things are happening, and I got to be in there. And it has just been a little while since I was in that residential space for a prolonged amount of time so that it returned to normal. And by this I mean, because I'm the camp director, when I go places, it's those places plus the camp director. So you know I can kind of change the chemistry of the moment just by being there. But this is rest hour, and I just sat down on the, bu- on the floor of the bunk, and I leaned up against the cubby, and I said, well, we're just going to do the normal rest hour thing. We're going to go 45 minutes of quiet. You guys can do whatever you want. We're going to be silent. And then we're going to, I'll let you ask any questions you want about Cabasi or anything else for the last 15 minutes. Now is the, the arrangement. And these boys, either fifth or sixth grade, I won't tell you, they went silent. And they did their thing. Some of them were shuffling cards quietly on their, on their bed in the, the you know quiet afternoon light. And others were just laying back. And looking at the the roof of their, um, you know, their I'm thinking of a boy in this case, and he's just stretched out uh, in his in his shorts and his t-shirt and his stocking feet, and he's looking up at the bunk above him, and he's just looking at the patterns of the wood. He's just quiet, just sitting there breathing, being a boy in bed, just thinking. And uh, there's another boy who has draped his whole body out of his bunk, and half of it is his feet are up on the bed, and his other half of himself is laying on the ground. Imagine being tipped over in a chair with your feet up. He's been doing that kind of, except his feet are on the bunk. And he is just doing the same thing. Another boy is reading by holding the book directly above his head. And yet another boy is quietly humming to himself. And it's quite pleasant and musical. And so the other boys aren't complaining. Usually if a boy's being annoying, they'll be, come on, stop it, please. You know that. None of that is happening. Every so often someone will whisper something. Um, and, uh, you know, 
they'll get a little like, all right, that's enough, quiet down, and they'll just go quiet, and they'll sort of smile because, you know, camp director is in their bunk for a rest hour, and they just got kind of busted. But mostly it's just quiet and peaceful. And I just got to look around the bunk, just looking from item to item, from the little squirrel fans to the lacrosse helmet to the books stacked willy-nilly in the cubby to the, you know, the stack of undies and the stack of socks and the stack of shirts and the stack of shorts and the letters to grandma half finished and the fan spinning above. And I just got to be transported to, you know, to spend an entire chunk of time in the residential space of the boys and to see how cool it is and how comfortable they are. And I mean, cool in the, in the emotional sense. I mean, it's, it was, the temperature was fine, but I'm talking about how awesome it would be to just be able to be quiet in a room with some of your buddies and have counselors in there looking for you and, and looking out after you and just, just how sweet rest hour is. And I'm sure it lasted a little longer than normal because I was in there, but they were quiet and some of them slept. And then a couple of counselors came back from the meeting a little early and they saw me in there and I just pointed to their bunks and right up into their bunks they went and they got to take a little nap because I was there and I was awake. So one of them started snoring a little bit and the other kids were giggling about that, but then they just went back to what they were doing and the whole vibe was so inclusive and great. And I won't tell you that the bunk wasn't a little bit messy, but it was also a lot of bit friendly in there. And it was definitely the best part of my day to spend an hour almost said 45 minutes, but it was a full hour in that bunk, enjoying that space and being in there long enough that the boys stopped treating me like a, um, a novelty, you know, but also just became their self. I got to, I got to be, I kind of felt like I was in a shark tank, like the kind where that drops into a, a school of sharks. You get to see the sharks doing what they do. And, um, yeah, it was really, it was really cool. And really, frankly, I got, I just sat there looking around for 45 minutes, but nobody asked me any questions and phones didn't ring and all the rest of it. I just got to be in the bunk. It's great. I felt refreshed afterwards too. So that's, that's what I have for you. I have rest hour, which I don't think I've ever covered in a podcast. And so that is our little informal podcast for yet another glorious day at Camp Cobbacy for boys. Your boys will go to sleep tonight with steady counselors watching over them nodding off, surrounded by their friends, somewhere in Maine. Some of them are here where the loons are sounding on the lake. Some are next to the Kennebec, the whitewater rafters, and some of them are next to the Swift. And both will be in the river tomorrow, both enjoying Maine's splendor, but all of them going to sleep tonight, surrounded by their friends. All is well in this place set apart. Your wishes from us be yours always.